watch, watch for deer. deer. Happy Friday, guys. Oh, this has been such a long week. I'm I'm really excited about this weekend. Well, it's also the 1st of December, and you know what that means? 25 days till Christmas. It's also somebody's birthday. And I'm officially 40. <laughs> I know. Oh, is your birthday this morning? Yes. Happy birthday what? to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Lisa. Happy birthday to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And you're 40 years old. 40. Oh, yeah. Like I said in the last podcast, it's it's hard. It was hard turning 40. I struggled with it probably more last year because I thought I was turning 38. <laughs> and then I found out I was actually 39. Did you really? I did. Like Clinton burst my bubble and I almost cried. Are you I was like, I'm 38. And he was like, no. I'm like, yeah, no, because you know I math real good. Because <laughs> I can't do the math. I can't do the math. But here we are. So, but yeah, that's fun. Well, that's so, exciting, guys. I don't know if you can tell or not, but I drug out the professional sound equipment. So we're gonna give it a run through this episode and see if we can make this work with what we have. Um, because I I had been doing some videos for. My husband, Clinton, and his sister, Angie, they they do a YouTube channel and where she sings and he plays guitar. Mm-hmm. So, I thought, I wonder if I could use this equipment for so, our podcast. So, we're professional now. We are professional. This is a professional thing. We are big time. Okay. We hit episode 10 and we were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> we're like, whatevs, here we come, world. <laughs> we hit episode 10 and we're like, uh, <laughs> we legit. made it. <laughs> We legit right now, baby. We're sitting here with $2,000 worth of sound equipment, and we've done 10 episodes. Where do we sign? Holla, Wondery. <laughs> What'd you say, Holler what? Wondery. That's who, that's who that? does the Morbid Girls. It's oh, Wondery okay. Network. You're such a fangirl for them. I'm such a fangirl. And Elena I- and Ash, I love you. <laughs> Shout me out! You <laughs> can see your face right now. She's like beaming. From I'm like ear beaming. To ear. I'm a little blushy about it. Yeah. I love them. She's girl crushing. I on love you them. All. They were my first. They popped my podcast for Gina too. Oh gosh! Today I want to chat about a topic that I have always found so intriguing. It kind of bothered me growing up when I first watched it, like on um, the History Channel or like the Sci-Fi Network. Yeah. It kind of bothered me a little bit. Okay. There's only been around 200 cases that have ever been documented of this particular type of incident. Mm-hmm. So today, I want to talk with you about spontaneous human combustion. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what that is. That's when a woman goes through menopause and they get hot. <laughs> Because I spontaneously combusted about two months ago. I think I had my first hot flash at 42. And uh, what's it called? Perimenopausal or whatever it is. Okay. And when I tell you, I thought I was dying in the bed. Like I was laying there and I could not get cool enough. So I know exactly what this is. I know what that is. That's that's menopause, right? It's called menopause. It's menopause. Debunked. You're welcome. <laughs> it is debunked. It's over with. We're You're done. You're welcome. We're done. Debunked. It's okay. a hot flash. Thanks for uh, listening. Y'all be safe and watch for deer. <laughs> 
we're done. We're done. <laughs> we're done. We're, I mean, that was so. That was a short <laughs> episode. Okay. It's my birthday. I don't want to do this. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Okay. All right. So, seriously. <clears throat> and I think we all know exactly where I stand on this. Um, however, sure. I, you skeptic. know what, though? You know, I'm, I'm going to listen to this without being a skeptic. Have an open mind. Some things have happened here lately, like some of the stories and stuff. And I mean, not Mothman and all that stuff. I don't believe in that. No, we're talking about Zona. But, right, about that. And just, I don't know. I, I'm going to come to it with an open mind because... I like an open mind. I mean, I, like I have it. had a hot flash and I've had heartburn and I have... Listen, I mean, I'm making a lot of it, but... When I was happen, pregnant so. with Zoe, I had the fiercest heartburn I have ever had in my life. I thought I was going to die. Yeah, that's because she had a lot of hair. Holy that's what they moly. Okay. So, I will tell you one thing that one of the stories did to me. Or all the stories, actually. So, I'm out, and I live in the middle of the woods. Like, I don't have neighbors or anything. I don't want neighbors. Uh, so, I mean, I love people. I just don't want neighbors. Yeah, and I'm in my hot tub. I have this Coleman blow-up $400 hot tub. Super redneck. I love it. And it's in the middle. Like, it's really late at night. And I'm in the hot tub. Well, we have a dust-to-dawn lot. Uh-huh. And we can actually turn ours on and off. And it's like 30 foot in the air. And it was glowing everything orange. Well, where I live at, like, there's trees everywhere except for right in my house, I can see the sky. Okay. So, I texted Scott, my husband, and I said, turn the dusted dawn light off. I want to see the stars. Because I'm sitting there, and I've got a glass of wine, and the bubbles are hitting my back. And I'm really just enjoying it. And it's super cold outside, and I wanted to see the stars. And I just wanted to, like, reflect on the day and, you know, just have a moment of... Decompress. Yeah. Just a moment of thankfulness and... He turned that dust and dawn light off, and when I tell you, <laughs> it was so dark. It took like thirty minutes for the my eyes to be able to see the stars. You know how you have to yeah you have focus. to adjust. I could not, and this is probably the first time this has ever happened in my life. I could not sit in the dark. All I could think about was what was in the woods. Because I mean, the woods are right here. I'm like, what's in the woods? Well. And this is your fault, and Lisa, that podcast. I can't, <laughs> yeah, that I don't have peace now looking at the stars <laughs> and being thankful and enjoy my white glass of wine. And I texted him back. I made it like literally like eight minutes. I can show you the text. <laughs> and, it, and it said, turn the light back on now. I'm very scared. <laughs> so said, and then you hear that humming noise, that ooh, and that orange light. And it takes a minute. Yeah, to pop on. It's not like a regular light. So. Yeah. I just sat there froze like I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I could not have gotten out. If something would have come after me, I'd have died right there. You right there. Drowned. I would have drowned in the hot tub. Yeah. So, that's funny. So. so, I want to, first off, apologize, too, because we're trying to find a, a better place to record. So, right now, we're in my basement. It's pretty quiet down here. However... My furnace just kicked on, and I'm pretty sure that it's going to sound like a Montosser. A Montosser. A Montosser. That's what our, our niece, Olivia, know, used Liv. to say when she was little. <laughs> I love it. It wasn't Montosser. a monster. It wasn't a monster. It was a Montosser. A Montosser. Yeah. So, if you hear a Montosser, we're okay. We're not getting A. It's just my furnace. <laughs> okay. So, we'll try better. But we do have better sound equipment, so that's we exciting. Do. So, and we can, I mean, it's mobile, so if, yep. it's, if it's terrible this time, we'll just yep. get better and better. This well, is, if it works out on this episode and I can do what I need to do with it, 
we can definitely just go somewhere where it's quiet and peaceful and we can and always we can do it in the so, bar at my house yeah. i mean we can load so, this stuff up and do it down there so it's so great. hopefully just kind of get through any random noises we're it, it we're, it's a process okay we're 10 episodes in we're famous Lisa. we are famous <laughs> autograph slater autograph slater <laughs> horse crap <laughs> okay so for this um episode i'm going to call this SHC. I'm just going to shorten it down. Spontaneous human combustion. We're going to shorten it to SHC. Now, for those of you that don't know, you really should by now, that this is the combustion of a living or deceased person that literally just burst into flames without an apparent sort of ignition. So basically, this fire begins within the human body and it quickly disintegrates its victims. Now, most cases of SHC all have the same characteristics. Do you know what those would be? I don't know why you would think that I would know what those are. I just thought science, you know. Well, you know, things catch on fire. I do know that things catch on fire. Yeah. And just randomly. But there's a reason for it. I do yep. know, like, uh, I believe hay will catch on fire. Like, if it's wet in the middle. and Molotov cocktail? Well, that's lit with the fire. But hey, like oh, hey, yeah. I, well, I don't oh, know because if it's hay gases. But it gets, it makes its own heat. Like if it's moisture in there, and I know that um, compost. Like you, there's certain things that you have to do, and you have to be sawdust certain wheel. Elements, yeah, yeah. I've I've drove by piles of sawdust before and seen steam Smoke coming it, off yep. of it. So I do know that things catch on fire. Okay. Without an ignition source, yep. like a lighter, you know, there's still an ignition source. Yeah. But I don't know if I really believe that human bodies can do that well so here's a few characteristics that all these victims have in common so these victims are usually chronic alcoholics so instead of a blood type they have an alcohol blood content level of really high <laughs> i mean honestly that would make sense. i mean that makes sense. that really would make sense um usually they're actually elderly females so the majority of the people that do combust are elderly women. When you say elderly, is it the is it the hot flash? Maybe I'm on to something. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're on to something with the hot flash. Maybe if we get drunk and have a hot flash, it's it's lots out. Combust. It's lots out for us. Poof. Poof. Um, the body has not burned spontaneously, but some lighted substance has actually came in contact with it. Um, the hands and feet usually fall off the body. So when this happens, what? so when this happens. Um, most of the time, the body combusts somewhere between, you know, the neck and the hips. So, your your torso. So, is it like one spot? Like one tiny little dime so, spot? So, just, just like a little, just like a little bloop, and it, you just poof. And you can't like take your hand and go and pat your shoulder well, out of fire? Like, you can't do that? Let's continue. So, ex um... Let's see. Okay, so the hands and feet usually fall off. Fire causes little damage to combustible things in contact with the body. So, sitting in a chair, there's a chair. A lot of times when they find these people that have just spontaneously combusted. Just combusted. Usually just them and where they were sitting was burnt. So, everything else is still intact. There's soot. There's a greasy 
film, oily film on the ceiling or behind the wall and in the floor. Um, when, wait, when you say the hands and feet fall off, like, I mean, like, like they're sitting there and before, before they go up in flames, their hands and feet fall off and then they burst into no. flames. Like, <laughs> like, I need you to explain that to me because... No. You're triggering me right now. Like, <laughs> like you know, a lizard's tail, like, just falls off. No, like, that's not, scared, no. So we just start we don't have that body part. Capability. <laughs> As humans. We didn't know that we had the capability of just to combine that either. So, what happens is, well, let me, let me continue. Okay. I, I explain this, this a little okay. bit more. Okay. So, extensive research was done over a two-year span, beginning in 1984 by science investigator Joe Nickel and forensic analysis, John Fisher. They looked at cases in the 18th, 19th, and 20th centuries and showed that the burned cadavers were close to plausible sources for ignition, such as candles, lamps, and fireplaces. Now, most cases, they believed that the victims were intoxicated so much that they were not able to react as one would in an emergency. Okay. So, usually a source of combustible fuel could be found by either being on their own clothing, a blanket, or like a comforter. You know, you're you're covered up, you know, with a blanket on the couch. You're drinking, you're smoking, you know, and you nod off. Now, when the destruction was extensive, additional fuel sources were usually involved, such as an actual chair with chair stuffing and flooring. Now... This would explain how the coverings would help retain melted fat, which in turn caused more of the body to be burned, which would yield more liquefied fat in a cyclical process known as the wake effect. So basically, it's turning your body into a human, a human candle. Right. So right. that's what's going on. But here. what I'm hearing so far, there's people who have gotten drunk and passed out by candles and lit themselves on fire. Yes. And where they may have been bigger and had fat on them, that they burnt longer. Yeah. That doesn't sound like human combustion to me. That sounds like somebody got drunk and set their hind ends you, on fire. You 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 lit yourself up. Yeah. Yeah. So so, so keep going because right now debunked. Um, SHC theories do include static electricity building up inside the body. Due to friction or possibly even the Earth's geomagnetic field. Also, methane could accumulate in the victim's gut and be ignited by a metabolic enzyme or high energy compounds called phosphophag phosphophagans. No? Yes? I don't Phospho know. I don't know. I've never heard of Phospho that. Phosphophagans. Sorry. Let me see. Let's it. try that. Phosphagans. Phosphagans. That's what it is. I'm going to say phosphagens. <coughs> Could be. I'm going to say phosphagens. Okay. But I don't so, know what that is. Um, in the muscles that they could spontaneously combust. British biologist Brian Ford has another theory for SHC. In a condition called ketosis, the human body produces small amounts of the flammable substance acetone. Yes, it's the same acetone found in nail polish remover. Which is very flammable. Which is super flammable. Mm -hmm. Ford believes that when a person is ill, that they may produce enough acetone 
that a tiny spark, perhaps by static electricity, could cause the person to catch fire and burn. Now, there have been a few cases, though, of people witnessing this event and recall seeing a blue flame or a spark ignite. So, you've got me to where I'm just going to carry around a can of static guard. <laughs> static guard. Constant, constantly in the wintertime, um, I'm um, shocking yes. myself. I, I hate going into Walmart. I hate going into Walmart. I know, because everything you touch, it's like every zip, single zip. thing I touch shocks sometimes me. Sometimes it's a good zap. Like, I feel like I could see how static electricity could ignite. If you had some, I, I see that. Like, it could, I think it could. I think it could potentially ignite. I mean, I think maybe it did potentially ignite if you've got 200 people here that has happened right. to. So, let's continue. Now, the first documented case took place in Milan, Italy. Been there, seen that. In the 1400s, when a knight, Polonus Vorsitus, allegedly burst into flames in front of his own parents. Alcohol was at play here, as he was said to have belched fire after consuming a few glasses of very strong wine. I just really feel like I need to say, in my years that I've been alive, I have seen some people, really their alcohol blood content had to be like 100. Like they had no blood anymore. Yeah. Nary a person. Nary. Belch fire? I'm going to say nary. (laughs) Nary a person have I seen spontaneously combust and i probably or belch seen, fire or belch fire that's what got me too was the belching fire i was like really um our next victim was countess zangari bandy in march of 1731 now she went to bed and the next morning her chambermaid found her in a pile of ashes only her partially burnt head and stocking adorned legs had remained so, did her hands and feet fall off? I'm still confused about that, what you said. I'm, I'm listening. Stay with me. Bandy did have two candles in the room with her at the time, but those were both untouched and still intact. Now, there are more recent cases of SHC. In 1982, 61-year-old Jeannie Saffin was sitting in her living room with her brother-in-law, Don Carroll, who was smoking a pipe. Now, according to Carol, Saffin suddenly caught fire. He said she had flames coming out of her mouth and spoke in a deep voice. Carol put the fire out with some water and called an ambulance. She was believed to be a victim of paranormal SHC. What's paranormal SHC? The ghosties is involved, yo. And they burn her from the inside again. It's the demons coming out of her mouth. So, I, I would believe more that static electricity and blood alcohol content could, ca- could cause that more than I would believe that paranormal activity caused her to shoot flames out of her mouth. And she, she spoke in a very deep voice. So Honey, that's possession. No, if your voice, if your vocal cords are on fire, I'm going to say that you're not going to have a high-pitched voice anymore. That your junk is going to also be, be deep. You're going to be like... We're talking about my junk now. Well, I know my junk sounds really deep right now because I'm congested. So I've got inflammation in my vocal cords that cause that. Which, if she's on fire 
inflammation of the vocal cords is a guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> Your vocal cords are inflamed. So, did, did it kill her? Go ahead. Do you know? Go ahead. Did she die? No, she didn't die. She, I mean, she suffered from burns, but she was okay. From the inside? Burns on the inside? I mean, from like, like a hole. Okay. Like a burn hole. In 1951, 67-year-old Mary Reeser was found burned to death in her home when her landlady stopped by. So her landlady had noticed the doorknob was a little warm, and she notified the police. I totally just voice cracked like I'm hitting the puberty. Did you? Did you hear it? I didn't. Okay. Well, I did. So Maybe you're getting ready to spit fire. Here we are. I swear, if you spit fire, I pull out my video. I record it. <laughs> Because that's what we do. And I'm done. <laughs> we do. I'm done. Debunked. Go ahead. <laughs> so, um, her landlady called the police. Upon entering the home, Riser's remains was found. Burned completely to ash, all but one leg. The chair she was in, also destroyed. Ashes. Now, Mary had taken sleeping pills, and she was a known smoker. Many believed that she was smoking, passed out after taking her pills, and her cigarette fell, lighting her clothes on fire, and thanks to the wick effect, you know, the candle, she burnt up. She turned herself into a human candle and just that's really, burn up. That's just really upsetting to me. Yeah, it's pretty fascinating. I, I don't know about that fascinating. I mean, <clears throat> spontaneous human combustion, yes, fascinating. Very fascinating. Lady falling asleep after sleeping pills, setting herself on fire, smoking a cigarette. Not so fascinating. Morbid. Yeah. Morbid. Yeah, that's not fascinating. That's morbid. Somebody just... That's morbidly fascinating. Mm, I think your definition of fascinating is different than mine. It could be. I, my brain works very different than yours. It sure the heck does. <laughs> okay. A few individuals claim to have even survived SHC events. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. So in England in 1985, Paul Hayes suddenly found himself surrounded by flames from the waist up while he was walking along a quiet road at night. Now, he tried to run away. Hello, what do they teach you in school when you're on fire? Stop, drop, and roll. Thank you. But he fell over and curled up, believing he was going to die. After about half a minute later, the fire stopped as quickly as it started, and he made his way to the hospital for treatment. Now, let's talk about Frank Baker and his survivor story. So, he recalled this terrifying event that happened in 1995. He and a friend, Pete Wiley was at his home sitting on the couch. They were, you know, getting ready to go on a fishing trip when Frank's body just suddenly burst into flames. Now, that's more like what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, too. Yeah. Like, we got a witness. Dude done burst in flames. Yeah. Like, poof. He wasn't smoking. He didn't take sleeping pills. He didn't lay down. Like, right. he just burst, burst into, into flames. Burst into flames. The men both jumped up to their feet and put out the fire. Now, Frank claims there was no source of ignition. He was not smoking. They were not near an open flame or a, flyer, a fireplace. However, here's the thing. If you got two guys and you guys are getting ready to go on a fishing trip, mm -hmm. you are probably together and you are probably drinking. 
This is just me assuming. Mm-hmm. I did not see any, I did not read any valid proof, anything, but here's my scenario with this. They had been drinking, and a spark from static electricity happened and lit him on fire. Yeah, but you're just guessing that they've been, not everybody that fishes drinks. And is it fishes? Goes fishing. Goes fishing. Goes fishing. Not everybody that fish. That's fishes. Fishes. We're just going to stick with that. We're going to say fishes. Not everybody that goes fishing drinks. True. So, they may not have been drinking. Now, this particular case actually was featured on an episode of The Unexplained Files back in 2013. On that William Shatner show? I don't know if it's the same one because it's spelled different. This is like spelled unexplained. Well, how is the other one? The other spelled? one is spelled U N X P L A I N D. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, in 1980 in Cheshire, England, Susan Mottshead was wearing flame resistant jammies. She soon would find they were not so flame resistant when she <laughs> burst into flames. Oh. Her daughter Joanne heard her screams oh. and ran to her aid, and they put out the fire. Now. Thankfully for Susan, not a hair on her head was hurt. Like, she she wasn't singed or nothing. They called in the fire department, and the fire department actually even tried to, um, the fire department actually even tried to light her pajamas on fire to disprove the young mother. So, they thought that she was, like, lying. Much of the mystery surrounding spontaneous human combustion comes from the fact that, quite simply, it takes a lot of energy to burn a body. So, like we talked about in the Sodder children mm-hmm. uh, disappearance on episode one. Yeah. We talked about, you know, um, cremation, and according to body-burning experts, it takes somewhere between 1,400 and 1,800 degrees Fahrenheit to cremate a human body. Mm-hmm. Far, far more heat than a match or a candle or a cigarette is capable of doing. And yet, according to both a study cited by the British Medical Journal and a more recent survey from the Journal of Clinical Forensic Medicine, suspected cases of spontaneous human combustion reduce the victim's body to ash, although occasionally the deceased's hands and feet survive. Now, even stranger, the victims surrounding in these cases are largely unharmed even if they consist of flammable materials, which seems counterintuitive given how intense the necessary fires must burn. So when they find these bodies, what's happening is, you know, we find that it's alcohol, usually it's an overweight person or a sick person, and what we think is going on, uh, we... um. Smokers and drinkers, possibly an underlying health condition, could cause flammable gases within our body. All we need at that point is static electricity to fall asleep or pass out and drop a cigarette. So, I just thought of something. I just had a memory. I just had a memory. When I was growing up, we grew up in a store. My mom and dad owned a grocery store, gas station grocery store. Yep, grocery store. And I don't say that I grew up in a store lightly. Literally, you walk between the Pepsi cooler and the Coke cooler, and there was a door between that, and you open up the door between the two coolers, and it was the hallway to my house. It was literally connected. Connected, yeah. So, at any given time, I could get up in the middle of the night and go into the store. So, I lived in the store. Yeah. 
and I'm ringing up somebody and I look outside and there's this guy out there and I can see him as plain as day. His name was Dale. I'll never forget it. And he did drink a lot. He was an alcoholic. He drank a lot. Okay. He goes up, puts his gas, uh-huh. uh, gas handle in the gas tank and starts pumping gas, lots of cigarette. And I see fire go from his feet to the top of his head in that fast. Oh my in a gosh. split second. And as fast as it happened, it was over with. It burnt his eyebrows off and singed the tip of his hair, but it never did. Just whoof. It just went. Just whoof. engulfed it was the his body. Yeah. He, and he lit a cigarette and, and it, it just engulfed just his body. Yes. yes. So what I'm, and what happens is, so, and I'll, I, I don't know that I'll post pictures of this on Why social you? media, but you can definitely go and Google because it is very fascinating. So, what happens is, is these people are sitting in a chair, they're sitting in a bed, and more than likely what happens is they die. Mm -hmm. They have a heart attack, they have a catastrophic health medical emergency, Mm -hmm. and they die. Dropping a cigarette, knocking a candle over, or whatever, it lights their clothes on fire, and it starts that slow burn, that candle wick. Now, think about this, the reason... That there's usually limbs, hands, feet, torso, mm-hmm. is your body has the most fat from your neck to your hips. Mm-hmm. So it burns, slow burns, your your fat just liquefies mm-hmm. into that fuel and it just slowly burns and burns and burns. And you, as it burns lower, just like a candle, it runs out of wax mm-hmm. or fuel mm-hmm. so it dies out and it smolders out that's why your legs are left and there's even pictures on there of like their stockings and their feet are still in their shoes like you actually looked at like, like legit pictures yes of i did of course i did yeah don't post those it's crazy post it's crazy like because you see like there's this just burnt black stuff Around the seat and like behind them on the ceiling and everything and in the floor. And then there's just two stray legs just laying but like willy the, nilly in the floor. The fisherman though, like that was, like I think that was a true, true story of like spontaneous human combustion. Yeah. And I remember, I think there's some unsolved mystery. Like thinking back now, like I can remember like 1980s unsolved mysteries. Yes, maybe talking probably. about it, you know, and, um, so, that was, like, true spontaneous human combustion. Yep. I think some of the stories were more like people just got caught on fire. Caught on fire. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's also a video on, which I didn't watch it, but I, I did come across it on YouTube, and it shows, uh, you can find it on YouTube, and it shows this guy, and he's laying in, is, that's not good. Yeah. It's good. And he's laying in... Or outside, leaned up against something, and it shows he just spontaneously combusts. I didn't watch it on YouTube, but I wanted to. I was just busy researching, and I didn't click on it. But anywho, so um, so yeah, that's uh, that's spontaneous human combustion. What do you think of that one? I I think it's more plausible. I think it's more plausible. Yeah. Than like ghosts. I think that's more, that's plausible to me. I like, do. So spontaneous human, I think that's probably plausible. I'm definitely, um, there's that Montosser again behind us. Montosser, hi Montosser. Heating up the house again. I really feel like 
by the end of this episode and the end of my researching, I think it's plausible. I think a person could literally just burst into flames. I mean, I don't think... I, I hate to say that I don't think it's plausible. I just I think hate it's to, plausible. I hate to... The way my mind works is that I'm going to say, no, that's not possible, and then I'm going to walk outside, and I'm going to bust into flames. <laughs> and I'm going to laugh and laugh. No, I'm just kidding. Really? I'm not really. really. No, I'm so, going to grab my fire extinguisher, and I'm going to put you out. So, But I do think that it's more plausible yeah. than some of the stories that we've done, like, yeah. like Mothman stuff. I like feel that. like so. the spontaneous human combustion was more plausible than last week's episode of the ghost convicting the murderer. That, was, that wasn't last week. That was just Tuesday. Oh, well, yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. That happened. Yeah. That legit happened. That legit happened. That went down. True story. If you have not listened to that one, you need to go because it's a good one. So yeah, that's um, so that's our episode. Let us know what you thought. Email us at watchfordearpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at watchfordearpodcast. Go like and follow our Facebook page, Watch for Deer Podcast. Y'all be safe and, and watch, watch for deer. deer.